Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be together, to come in contact with your word, your infallible word, your word that is never wrong, your word that is never late, your word that is never out of time, your word that is always in time and always right. Your, your word declares that the law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul. Today, let your word convert every soul that is here. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. Holy Spirit, move in this place. Touch everybody. Touch every soul. Touch every family represented here. In the name of Jesus. Bring healing to them that need healing. Bring victory to them that need victory. Bring breakthrough to them that need breakthrough. Bring opportunities to those who need opportunities. In the name of Jesus. We glorify you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, you may be seated. What a blessing. Amen. It's so nice to be in church on a Tuesday evening. Yeah, and those of you who have braved the weather to be here, you've done well. Amen. Yeah. Especially those of you from Josini. Because I hear Josini people are really scared of lightning. Yeah, so at least you are here. Amen. Amen. Wow. Susie and Zenato are here. What a blessing. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to continue my little discussion that we've been having um, on determinants. Amen. Amen. And let's read our main scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter number 9, verse number 11. Don't forget this scripture, 9, 11. As soon as you remember the famous Osama bin Laden bombing 9-11, you remember the scripture, okay? Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, it says, And I returned, I returned, and saw under the sun, which means that this study has been done over a passage of time. It's not like he woke up on Friday, then he started to say these things. He says, I returned, he came back over time, and I saw under the sun. Now, Solomon in writing Ecclesiastes talks about a lot of things under the sun, which means just by observing life. So he's not writing anything prophetic. He's not, write, not even writing anything super spiritual. Do you get it? He's not even writing anything, um, whatever you want to call it. But the thing is that, it's an observation he has made of life under the sun. Are you getting me? It's different from Jeremiah, Isaiah, and all those people who sometimes they go into deeply spiritual things. Then they come. No, no, no. He's just writing how life is under what he has seen under the sun. All right? And he said, I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Amen. Now the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Amen. Here Solomon discusses with us things that determine the outcome of life under the sun. Amen. Things which we call determinant virtues characteristics that determine or influence the outcome of any venture, the outcome of your life, the outcome of your business, the outcome of your marriage, the outcome of your children, the outcome of your relationship, the outcome of your job, your school, anything that you do. He says, these things that I am talking about, they influence the outcome. They have an effect on the outcome. He lists 
five things, five normal things, and then two supernatural things. Amen. Number one, he talks about what? Speed. He says the race is not to the swift. It means a race is not determined by the, the, a race, though usually the winner is determined by who is fast, sometimes can alter. Okay, so he, he talks about the norm and then the unusual or the rule and the exception. Okay, so he says speed determines the outcome of races. Strength determines the outcome of battles. When you fight, that usually the strong man wins. So if you have built strong strength, you are more likely to win. But if you haven't, chances of you winning is very slim. Amen. Amen. Then he says, bread. People who usually get bread are people who are wise. It takes wisdom to win bread. Then he says, even riches, people who become rich, is people who have understanding. Steve Jobs had a certain understanding that we all don't have. Steve Jobs said that, you know, when Steve Jobs said that we, will, we don't need a pen drive anymore, the whole world went, oh, how are we going to transfer documents without a memory stick, without a pen drive? Steve Jobs, based on understanding, says we can put every information we have in the world into the sky. Amen. You okay there? Is it better? All right? You okay? Good. So, Steve Jobs said, we can put every information, every data that we need into the cloud. The whole world was like, what are you saying? Because we are used to memory stick, pen drive. There was another one, a diskette, that we used to transfer information from one place to another. And Steve Jobs, floppy disk. And Steve Jobs said, we can put every information that we need into the cloud. And wherever you are, as soon as you get there, you log in into your cloud and all your information comes to you. The, world, the whole world went, oh no, how can that be? It's not possible. Why? He understood something we all did not understand. And that's how he became a billionaire. That's how he became rich. That you don't need to, when you are traveling, you don't need to move around with things. All you need is an iPad. And then you log into your cloud. All your, I mean, if I take your tablet now and I want everything on my tablet to appear on your tablet, I just log you out and I log in as me. And everything on my tablet appears on your tablet. Simple and short. Understanding. We are still growing tomatoes and lettuce. Do you get it? Uh -huh. So he says, understand. Then he says, people who have skills enjoy favor. Amen. So if you have any special skill and you develop it, you will enjoy a lot of favor. However, it's not everybody who has skills that people like. Have you not seen footballers that people don't like? They have a lot of skills, but people don't like them. You can be a singer, you have developed yourself, but people don't like you. You understand what I'm saying? You take somebody like Lucky Dubé, he wasn't really a favorite in South Africa, although he was a global icon. Do you get it? He was an international global icon. He was even the person who shot Lucky Dubé. One of the things I always ask myself that when you were going to shoot them, you saw that it's Lucky Dubé. Did it occur to you that this is a national asset? But he still shot him and killed him. Hallelujah. You get it? So, now, he says, these are the factors that determine the outcome of people's lives, the outcome of the church, everything. Then he mentions two other factors that have a way of overriding the first five, which is time and chance. Now, I'm mentioning all this because sometimes some of us live our lives on these two factors, which is the exception, time and chance. Live your life by the rule. And when the exception happens, praise the Lord. So some of us are there. Instead of waking up to work, 
we be thinking, oh, one day, oh, soon, very soon, they will find out that I'm the lost son of Uta Ata Nelson Mandela. God is God. They will find out that I am the lost son of Tabombeki or Tokyo Sequoia. Who are the rich people in our open high man and all this? They will find out. Look at your color as black as you are. You will say you are the grandson of open. Or we will find out that you are the queen, Queen Elizabeth, the late queen's first son. Do you see? You will get an SMS. That says that we have done some investigations and we have realized that you are the lost son of the queen, her majesty, the queen, Elizabeth what, the second. Is that not so? Was Elizabeth was what, three? Second. Two, please. Elizabeth, the, 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 the second. Amen. Are you with me? And then suddenly, instead of us having the coronation for Charles III on the 6th, I think it's the 6th of next month, ne? something like that. Do you get it? We will be coronating you as king of England. King of England. Yeah, Mandela the, the first. Mandela the first. And when you get there, you will shout, Woina! <laughs> yeah. You go and shout that at Windsor, Windsor Castle. <laughs> oh, yes. So it's like instead of working by the rule that I have to be fast at the things I do, I have to be strong at the things I do, I have to be wise are the things I do. I must, have, I must deepen myself in my understanding of things. And then I must sharpen my skills to enjoy favor. Instead of working on that, what is happening is that we are just there waiting for chance. Some of you are waiting for your parents to die so that you can inherit something. And God being God is making sure that your parents will live for a long time. Yeah, and spend all the money. Yes. Yeah, they will not die. They will declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so it's like, <laughs> even 70, they are crossing 90 with it. Yeah. By the time they are 90, you are 70 something. You can't eat, even when they give you the thing, you can't do anything with it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's work by the rule and not the exception. Hallelujah. Let's build these traits, these virtues, these characteristics which we need for our lives. So that there's a high chance of our lives turning out well. Somebody say amen. amen. And like I said last week, many things work together to make anything work. When you see somebody doing well, it's usually not... When you see somebody getting married, beauty is not the only factor that makes somebody get married. Have you not seen a lot of beautiful girls who are not married? There are more beautiful girls who are not married than beautiful girls who are married. So if beauty alone, then all beautiful girls should be married. Hallelujah. But sometimes it takes more than that. If cooking alone was what gets people married... By now, KFC will be married so many times. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, so we want to build these five characteristics in us. That's why we are looking at them. Amen. So the first one we want to look at is the, is the determinant called speed. Speed. He says, and I return, I return and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. Hallelujah. He said, one of the things that makes people win races is speed. Speed. One of the things we need in our lives is speed. 
doing things quickly, doing things in time, doing things on time, even doing things ahead of time. Amen. Slow thinkers and slow people do not achieve anything in life. People who act slowly or never act don't achieve anything in life. There are men who never act. They think and think and think and anytime you, oh, I'm, I'm working on it. Anybody you ask that there's a, I'm on it, they are lying, they are doing nothing. I'm on it. You're on it. Until you are on it like wet paint, you are doing nothing. Yeah. Many people who say, oh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm planning something. You see, for one year they are planning. One full year they are planning. They are planning. Oh, we are doing this. They are planning. When you are in a relationship and the guy is going to marry you, you see practically on the ground that he's going to marry you. Yeah. You will see it. And when he starts, he's moving, you know. Oh, next year, next two years, I need to get this. I need to get that. I need to get this. You are, you are, too, you are way down the list. You will not, he's not, the chances, as time passes by, the chances of the guy marrying you becomes slower. Ask anybody you know who's married. Ask all of them. You will see that there was some speed. Act quickly. I told you one brother, he was marking time around the girl. He didn't act quickly. Then another brother came. As for he, he's not afraid. He just went straight, boom, and the girl accepted and then the brother was left empty-handed and he was continuing his plans. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm planning something. I'm working on something. You say you are going to start a business. Start now. I said, start when? Start now. Oh, next year, you see, the year is almost over. So let me wait. January, I will start. Some of you say you want to become prayerful. So let me wait. I'll start it. Start now. By January, you would have forgotten about prayer. You say, now I want to be a worship leader. <laughs> yeah. Start now. Without speed, you can't build anything. You, it takes speed to build. Speed to build your life. Speed to build, even to build a building. To build a house. It takes speed. The earlier you start, because building a house can easily take all of your life. So the earlier you start, when you have life, the better. Amen. Amen. Building a bar center, it takes speed. Without rising up early to build, oh, please. You will be postponing, postponing, postponing. Second Chronicles 24. You will be pushing, oh, tomorrow, oh, tomorrow next, oh, next week. I'll start next week. You will never start. It takes slow people never achieve anything in life. Chances of a tortoise winning a race. Hey, unless by time and chance. Verse 2 or verse 3 or verse 4. Verse 4. Let's go to verse 4. And it came to pass after this, which means something happened before. Okay, let's read from verse 2. Verse 2. And Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. Next verse. Now he gets to marry. And Jehoiada took to him two wives. And he begat two sons and daughters. As for that, he was quick at it. Next verse. And it came to pass that after this, that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. So he wanted to build the house of the Lord. And he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out to the city of Judah, the cities of Judah, and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of, the, of your God from year to year. And see that ye hasten the matter. So he gave them, he said, Make sure that you work speedily. How be it the Levites hastened it not. They said, let's do it quickly. But it came to pass that they didn't. And, and he gathered together the priest and Levi and said to them, go out unto the cities of Judah. Gather unto all Israel. Repair the city. Uh -huh. I said, how be, oh, you've given me the same verse again. Why? Is there a trick? Hey. 
And the king called Joada the, the chief and said unto him, Why hast thou not repair, required of the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection according to the commandment of Moses, the servant of God, and of the congregation of Israel for the tabernacle of witness? For the sons of Atalia, that wicked woman, be careful of wicked women, had broken up the house of God and also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord did they bestow unto Berlin. Hallelujah. It takes speed. You need speed to build. Slow thinkers cannot build. They will, they, they, those who are slow to jump into action cannot build. Speed is necessary for building any house. The Levites were told to hasten the matter of, of building. Without hastening construction, you will not achieve anything. Hallelujah. Anyone who's experienced in construction know how important speed is. Many good construction firms work both day and night. Back in the day when we were hustlers in London, we go for construction. They work in the day, they work in the night. Yeah, they turn on floodlights and they are working. Day work, night work. Hey, we go in the morning. If they don't give us a job, we'll come in the evening to carry blocks and bricks up and down. I'm telling you, but the main point here is that you see them working in the day and working in the night. Why? Because the earlier they complete the project, the more they save. Each day that they, even, when, even for our government, when they decide that there must be a project, they give a timeline. And the budget is for the timeline. Any day extra that is spent on the project, it leads to extra cost. And any day that, any day saved, let's say if they are supposed to spend one year and they spend eight months, the four months, it saves money. It saves money. Electricity that will be used for four months, water that will be used for four months, um, people, people that will be, I mean, so many things, people that will be on site for, for labor that will be paid over that period of time, inflation that will happen to the money, everything, unforeseen problems, stealing, even building fast, save stealing. You know, when somebody is building for you, as he's building for you, he's building for somebody else and he's building for himself. And in his building plan, cement is coming from you, um, bricks are coming from this, like that. So if you don't use your things fast and they are sitting there, he'll just be still. You, you will go and see you are at foundation level, he's at roofing level. And all the materials are from your end. All the materials are from your end. But you are just moving slowly, slowly. You are like in slow motion. When we call you that, look, you are doing it too slow. You tell us slow motion is better than no motion. Okay, be there. It to perhaps would have been better that you've not started. And then as soon as you start, pam, 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 you are done. Yeah, you are done. Number two, speed determines whether you will get married or not. I'm giving you seven things speed determines. One, it determines whether you build anything, whether you build a basenta or not. Now that we are talking about basentas, if you don't rise up and build, you will see you will never build. It will just be some idea. Even when Apostle came here, what he was teaching us, I've taught you before. And some of you got up and built something. Some of you did nothing. You just listened to it as a good message, nice message, glory be to God, and you went to sleep. Apostle has come to remind us, which is good because sometimes you need a stronger anointing to drive the thing. He's come to remind us, rise up and do something. Of a week from now, two weeks from now, you will not do anything. Amen. Say another amen. amen. Number two, speed determines whether you will get married or not. Abigail got married because of her speed. Say, man, Abigail got married because of her speed. You can see ladies doodling and doddling, just moving around. 
Get settled and take your life seriously. So I'm still young. Let me have some fun. Let me, if you have a certain window, if you don't move quickly, you become an auntie. Yeah, 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 yeah. An auntie in the church. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you become could have. Yeah. Even speeding, choosing the right beloved. God, there are some beloveds you choose them, you will marry. There are some too, if you choose them, you will never marry. You will just be fornicating, fornicating in Zulu, fornicating in English, and fornicating in Afrikaans or <laughs> Hindu. And then you will be there. Yeah, that's all you'll be doing in the church. So every day, your favorite prayer time in the church is prayer for forgiveness. First Samuel 25, somebody say amen. I'm reading from verse 15. It says, but, but the men were very good unto us, and we were not hurt. Neither missed we anything, as long as we were conversant with them, and when, when they were in the field, they were all, they were a wall unto us both by day and night. And while we were, they, while, and all the while we were with them keeping the sheep. Now therefore, know and consider that what thou will do. Know and consider what thou will do. For evil is determined against our master. Amen. And against his household, for he is such a son of Belial that a, man, that a man cannot speak to him. He cannot be advised. Then Abigail did what? She made haste. She moved quickly. She didn't waste time. She moved quickly. Many of us just sit down wasting time. Wasting time. Sometimes wasting time over things that are unnecessary. Here was Abigail faced with a situation of David's men had protected her husband's sheep and her husband's workers. And he was hungry, he was looking for food. And he sent to Le Le Nabal and he said, Nabal, look, we are in the field. We know you are blessed. You are having a feast. Just send us something small to eat. La Nabal said, oh, foolish, who is David? Who is this guy? How is he asking me for food? And it's an understandable question. Because if you don't know the person, why is he asking you for food? But the people explained to him that this guy, he and his people, they protected us whilst we were in the field. Still, he didn't budge. When his wife heard it, she moved quickly. Because the wife knew two things. He knew that, number one, David has a strong army. If they come on them now, they destroy the whole household. Sometimes speed would save your family from danger. Yeah. Look, when there was the war in Liberia, when it started, it started little by little. Those who thought quickly and moved out of Liberia, they saved their riches, they saved their families, and they got... Those who said, oh, look, this we have seen it before. You said there's a guy called what, Charles Taylor. Oh, people who call, oh, are called Charles, they are not strong. They won't do anything to us. They were there until Liberia was shut down and nobody could go out. And the rebels were just killing the people all over the place. Killing everybody. Lost their lives, lost their properties, everything. But those who got, got wind of it quickly and moved out, they escaped. So Bible says, Abigail made haste. And he sent people to David. He said, and took 200 loaves of bread, 200 bottles of Two, two bottles of wine, five sheep already dressed, five measures of patch corn, and a hundred clusters of raisins, and 200 cakes of fig, and laid them on asses. He sent food to them. When David got the food, he said, Hey, Nabal, you are very lucky. You are very lucky. Because David was preparing to attack them. Then after... David heard that Nabal was dead. When David heard that, verse 39, and when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, blessed be the, the, the Lord. I said, blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord 
that had pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, because Nabal had disrespected him and had kept his servant from evil. If God has saved me from killing this guy, his foolishness has killed him. When a fool dies, the cause of death, COD, is foolishness. Just as when a poor man dies, the cause of death is poverty. When a foolish man dies, it's also the same thing. So he died. He said, God has saved me from killing somebody. And David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to him to wife. David said, ah, that man is dead. Okay. Is that the man whose nice wife came to give us food? This girl, if we marry her, we will not be hungry again. David said, go and tell her that, look, I'm interested. Tell her to send me her number. I'm interested. Now, look, and when they told Abigail this, the Bible says, and Abigail hated and arose and rode upon the ass and blah, 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 and became, verse 42, and became his wife. Some of you would have said, oh, the husband just died. She should mourn for one year. This was before David became king. Do you get it? This was before David became king. Do you think if David was king, he would be interested in somebody's widowed wife? It's when you are broke that you buy secondhand ties. I say it again. It's when you are broke that you buy secondhand ties. So if David was the king, because from here David goes to become king. If David was king at that time, can you imagine all the daughters of Israel? He wouldn't have even looked at Abigail even once. Yeah, so Abigail said, you know, uh, my husband just died. I want to think about it for some time. Let me go and wait on the Lord. Give me two and a half years. Oh, after two and a half years, David will not be interested. David was, at this time, David was living in the bush. One of his main problems was food. And Abigail was a provider of food. So marriage of convenience, look, come and become my wife. Let's continue. Yeah, yeah, you know how to make food appear. Some wives don't know how to make food appear quickly. Yeah. You marry them, you will always be hungry. Look, one brother, I tell you a true story. He went to visit a sister that he was planning to be lavedos. And the sister said, oh, I'm making some food. So we eat. And the brother was hungry. One hour, food is not ready. Two hours, food is not. In fact, one o'clock, food is not ready. Two o'clock, three o'clock, still not ready. Four o'clock, the food is not ready. Five o'clock. The food came at 6 o'clock. The brother, he said, because of that experience, I changed my mind about it. If it takes you five hours to just make food for two people to eat, Two people to eat. It means I'm going to be hungry for the rest. Every day I'm hungry to take, I have to budget five hours. I have to know five hours in advance that I am going to be hungry. Yeah. So the speed of even making food ready is essential. Yeah. Of course, some food take a long time to make. Sam, I guess Sam takes forever to make. But somebody who is hungry who has come to visit you that you are making food, now you are going to pound fufu and palm nut soup. There's a food in Ghana called fufu and palm nut soup. To make the soup alone will take like a whole day. Hey! Now you are coming to get semp. But Abigail, because of her speed, immediately David said, this is the one. What are you missing out on because you are too slow? Too slow to decide, too slow to move, too too slow to act, too slow to take off, too slow to start. Sometimes too slow to even look for a job. 
Look, I went to, I went, I, I, I went for, it's, it's even not an interview. I had already done the interview. So we were going for training. Yeah. So when we went for the training, they just let us sit down. They took us, they gave us breakfast. After breakfast, they said we should wait. And we were sitting down. Nothing was happening. We were just sitting down for about an hour. So as we were sitting down, I just sat and I relaxed a bit. As I was there, they came to call me. I was the first person to be called. So I thought maybe we are going for interview. When I went inside, they said, look, the way you are sitting, you will not work well here. And then that was the end. They put me on a first-class coach from Manchester back to London. Yeah, first class, go back. They, they, they called a black cab to pick me. Yeah, executive treatment, go home. Yeah, and they paid me for that time. I was about four hours out there, arrived. I think we arrived the night before. Arrival, everything to the time that they said, go home. Yeah, you are sitting down like the whole world belongs to you. No. <laughs> That's why anytime I'm preaching, somebody sits like I become alarmed. You know that it doesn't disturb anything, but I become worried. Because I lost a job because of that. See, man. Amen. Number three. Speed determines who you will honor. Genesis 18. In Genesis 18, the Lord sends angels to Abraham. And when they came to Abraham, Abraham asked Sarah to prepare something for them to eat. And Sarah prepared the food quickly for them to eat. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the heap. Then what is the next one? And Abraham ran, and so on and so on. And he hastened to dress it. Abraham made food quickly for the angels. Because you don't know how long they are around. There are people in our lives who deserve to be honored. You don't know how long you have them. An example is your parents. An example is your parents. Some of you feel you have your parents forever. Honor them now. Honor them quickly. Honor them in any way possible. Yeah. You may be surprised. Now, don't think that as I'm talking, as Bishop is talking about, he's saying my parents are going to die. No. They are not going to die. They are, like I told you at the beginning, they are going to live long, so better rise up and work and stop eyeing their car. But what I'm saying is that Maybe it's today that your mother needs a kettle. Next time, next, a month from now, two months from now, she will not need a kettle from you. She will not need a kettle. Yeah, she will not need a kettle. You go and bring a kettle, she ask, what do we do with this one? You are going to bring, uh, there's a kettle called pine ware or pine something. Now she has Russell Hobbs. What is she going to do with your pine? Pine where or pine house or pine, pine town or something kettle. What is she going to do with it? I don't want to mention any, any name. Yeah. You have now gone to buy a deep fryer. That she should use it to fry her food. Well, your older brother has bought her an air fryer. She has stopped frying things with oil. You have long time now before you are bringing... Uh, F, uh, do, you, do you know that deep fryer, that slow cooker, you pour, you pour oil into it. Hey, now that oil is so expensive, how much oil you pour, everything you, you cook in that thing becomes oily and soggy. And she's old. The doctor has told her, your cholesterol is too high. Reduce oily food. Now you are going to bring oil, or, what was it, or deep fryer. What is she going to do with deep fryer? When the world has even moved on to air fryer. Now we fry our everything with air. Everything is in the cloud. Chicken, we fry it in the air. Potatoes, we fry it in the air. Amakwenya, we fry it. Look, when I first saw that thing, I was wondering, how would this thing work? Because frying needs oil. 
the person who introduced me to it said, don't worry, you try it and see. You'll be surprised. I said, look, I trust you. I'll try it. I went. I bought one. Put the thing in. When it comes, it's, it has used the small fat inside the thing to fry the thing. I said, wow. And, and if it has drained some of the oil out, I said, wow. And it's fried. It's fried even nicer than the one you have fried in the frying pan that some part is burnt, some part is oily. Yeah, even the oil that you used from last month. Last month. It wasn't yours originally. Your neighbor used it. Yeah. And you borrowed it to fry the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, apart from egg that we fry in my house, we don't, we, everything we air fry. I'm sure that even the egg, we can air fry it. Oh, yeah. You'll be surprised. That's how they laughed at Steve Jobs. When he said we can store everything in the cloud. Yeah. Amen. So, honor <laughs> them now. And there are different levels of honor. Honor them now. Not everything has to do with money. Honor them now. Else a time will come. You want to honor them. You can't honor them. Oh, how I wish I could make a cup of tea for daddy. Daddy has stopped drinking tea. Now he's eating yogurt. <laughs> number four. Number four. I close with number four and five. Number four. Speed determines the financial disasters you will avoid. Speed determines the financial disasters you will avoid. Genesis 19, I'm reading from 15, says, And when the morning arose, this was when Sodom and Gomorrah was being destroyed. Then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, Let thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, instead of moving, he was lingering. He was just moving around, doodling and daddling, doodling and daddling, lingering around. While he lingered, the man lay hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters. The Lord be merciful unto him. And brought him forth and set him outside the city. And it came to pass when they had brought him forth abroad. That he said, that he said, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay down in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lord said unto them, oh, not so. Look at the guy. He says, oh, not so. My Lord, behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast shown up. Be careful of people who talk a lot. Eh? They have a lot of, they do nothing. No. When even you are showing them what to do, it's just talking and talking and talking. You see, they do nothing. You can talk. Uh, you, mm. By saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain. Lest some evil take me. And I die. Behold now. This, is, this city is near to flee unto. And it is a little one. Oh. Let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken. Because of what you have said, I won't. That city was also meant to be destroyed. I said, Because of you, I won't destroy. Because of what you have asked, I won't. But haste thee, run quickly and escape thither. For I cannot do anything till thou art come thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar. Hallelujah. Listen, 
there are certain quick decisions that will save you a financial mess. Quick accommodation decisions, quick business decisions, quick employment decisions. Yeah, quick. We have finished school since we finished the 2010 World Cup. You are sitting at home watching Netflix. You won't go and work. You are just sitting there. You will find yourself in a financial mess. Just, it's just soon. It's just soon. You will even say, oh, I'm, you see, I'm a trained accountant. I'm waiting for an accounting job. So when I get out, you better go and start working at a shop. This accountant man, he told us, he used to be, you say, what was your profession before? Merchandiser. <laughs> he mentioned a certain big name. He was trying to deceive me. He was trying to deceive me that, oh, he was a, he was a merchandiser. So later I asked, what is a merchandiser? Who is a merchandiser? I said, oh, people who put things, pack things on the shelf. And he was working in the spice. <laughs> Ow, the owl where they store spice. So he'll be putting raja, peri peri, aromat, uh, caprica, those type oil, those things. Yeah. How did I know? That's why he met an Indian wife. She was coming to buy curry powder. The girl was coming to buy curry powder. Then she's so there was no carry on the shelf. Then he asked, brother, is, can you help me? Then one thing led to another. And then, <laughs> yeah, how I met your mother. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's a qualified accountant. But he started from there. So when he told me the story, I realized that, oh, me too, I was a merchandiser. Yeah, me too, I was also, I, at a point in my life, I was a merchandiser. I just didn't know that I had such a big name. I was working in the cold drink aisle, storing Coca-Cola and all those Fanta. That's why anytime the traffic cops stop me, they want a cold drink. <laughs> they know me from back in the day. Yeah. You start from somewhere. Look, you ask anybody who's making it, you will see that they started from somewhere. But you say, oh, ask for me. I went to UK that um, I, I knew a girl, she, she used to tell us um, she did law. She did law. Yeah, at UK ZM. She's looking for a job at a law firm. Later on, I found out that, you see, the same courses that we do, then you do a model, law of a contract. Pastor Lungan, it's law of a contract, ne? Yeah, law of a contract. Any of us who did business, anybody who did any of the business-related, at a point, you will do this model, law of a contract. Even pharmacy, you will do some law. And you will do this course because in your life, you have to sign, and, and I'm not, not, you even forget about pharmacy law, the law of a contract, that particular one, because you will sign contracts, so they have to teach you so that you don't go and sign any foolish thing and sign your life away. Do you get it? So when they, she did this, now she says she did law. I said, ah, see, see, so she's looking, look, I was here with her five years, she couldn't find a job. She couldn't find it with the LLB. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are doing marketing. Then in the marketing, even marketing is a cause by itself. You are doing uh, one of those, I don't want to mention, human beings, relationship, uh -huh, politics, philosophy, and not even law. Pol uh, politics, philosophy, and history. Then in the process, you do one elective, which is law. I'm a lawyer. Then all of us are lawyers. No, you ask anybody who did art. By all means, by third year, you will do company law. Uh, no, not company law, law of a contract. It will come up somewhere. Now she says she's a lawyer. You don't want to get up and do anything. Look, some of you must start from somewhere. Ask anybody. Speed to start. If you don't, 
Brokerage. You understand brokerage? Not you are brokering a deal. Or you are going to be broke. Brokerage. Since we are talking about law, if I mention brokerage, it's a legal term. No, I mean you are going to be broke. Yeah. You are going to be broke. I'm telling you. One of the things you must be quick to understand is even this teaching that prophet tells us is teaching us on not borrowing debts. Some people take forever to understand. By the time they understand it to implement it, they are so much in debt, they can never get out of it. So, I'm clearing all my debts. You pay this much this month. Once you are not paying more than the interest on the money, you are at the same place all the time. Yeah, because you pay whatever you are paying. Then the 30 days, it accrues another and it, it accrues what you have paid and more than they ask you. So you pay it, you, are, you move from 33000 to 31000 Then the interest comes on it on the next month. Then you move back to 33000 Then you pay another 2000 Like that. It ne- it's not reducing. Yeah. Then inflation also comes in. Then other things also come. Interest rates come. The other family commitment comes. Other business commitment comes. Some months come. You can't pay. Some months there's a funeral. You have to contribute. You can't pay. Then it's just going, going. You are paying, but it's getting bigger. And that's what makes people become blacklisted because they keep paying at the point they realize the thing is not going down. So they decide, look, won't pay again, and it's growing. So they come and repossess everything. Everything, repossess your car, repossess your house, repossess what you have, repossess your wife, repossess everything. Yeah, because the Lobola, you took a loan to pay. So the wife belongs to Absa. Yeah. Say amen. My time is up, my time. Speed determines whether you will be blessed or not. Isaac and his two sons, he said to Esau, I'm old, I'm about to die. In Genesis 27, he said, I'm about to die. Make for me food that I may eat, that, I, my, that my soul love it, that I may bless you. And then when he said it, Jacob quickly went to make the food. And he brought it. When Jacob brought the food, Isaac said, how come that you have made this meal so fast? How come that thou find a find verse for me? How come that thou hast found it so quickly? Verse, verse 20. He said, and Isaac said unto his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. Yeah, that's what he said. Now, I just want to mention at this point that how quick you work or how fast you work is dependent on how much help you have. In life, you need people to help you. If you have help, and he brought it so quick because his mother helped him. Esau had nobody to help. I don't know what Esau had done against the mother. The mother didn't help Esau. Maybe Esau was this type of naughty boys at home. So the mother helped Jacob. Yeah, and so Isaac asked, how did you make it so quickly? And then he went on and he blessed him. Speed determines whether you'll be blessed or not. Amen. Esau did not get a blessing because he acted too slowly. He acted by the time he brought his food. It was gone, long gone. Yeah, some of you take your time to do everything. By the time you act, the blessing will be long gone. Amen. Number six, I'm going to seven, so... I see that I have only three minutes, so let me go to seven. Speed determines if you will be saved. Zacchaeus was saved because of speed. Luke 19, 5 and 6. And Jesus came to the place and stood up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide in your house. And he made haste and he came down and received him joyfully. This is how Zacchaeus got saved. He acted quickly. He came down. He had climbed a tree. He was on top of the tree. Then Jesus said, come down. Make haste. Come down. Don't only come down, but come down quickly. Look, 
It takes speed to be saved. What does it mean? The younger you are, the more likely you are going to be saved. Yeah. The quicker as you are young now, you take your Christian life seriously, the more likely you'll be a serious Christian. Because as you grow, delusions come in, deceptions come in, bitter experiences come in. Oh, you see, you can't be saved. You cannot. You cannot even be a proper Christian anymore. Yeah. Look, check anybody who is serious as a Christian. They found Christ when they were young. Because it's when you are young that you believe easily. It's when you are young that you can do so much for Christ. So those of you who are in the church and you are just playing games with God. Oh, we are just in the church. We are the dancing stars. We dance in the church. But you don't want to become a fiery and a serious Christian. As you grow, you will see you will fizzle out. If UKZN doesn't take your Christianity away, first tax that SARS takes from you will take your Christianity away. Yeah. Oh, yes. I said, oh, yes. Um, you, 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 I, you don't need to look far. Just look at the corner of your eye. You will see. If you don't become serious with God as a young person and become serious and become deep with Christ quickly now that you are young, as you grow, you will say, oh, Bible says, thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, Ecclesiastes 12, in the days of your youth. When you have, when you, when, when, when you are, you are interested in these things. Yeah. Before the evil days come, when you say, I have no pleasure in these things. Yeah. There's something called the evil day and it's going to come. When it comes, if you have not taken God seriously, you will see, you say, oh, ah, for this church thing, we've done it. Uh, oh. Do you remember when we used to do it? 2010, 2011, when we used to do it. Where were you? 2013. Do you remember when we were at um, the Sassau place? What was the place? YMCA. We were the Christians of the day. You, you have just come today. You are just jumping around. You think that you know everything. Do you know, do you know who we were? Where, where, we, when we were shouting fire, fire next to the petrol station. <laughs> Thank God, God didn't answer any of those prayers. Because if God has sent fire next to the petrol station, imagine what would have happened to you. You come to church Friday evening and say, Holy Ghost fire! Holy Ghost fire! Meanwhile, next to you is a, it's a petrol station. It's a garage. And you are shouting fire. Mm. Oh, yes. Do you know? Do you know where? Do you remember when we had the bus? I was the micro bus driver. You think that what you have just come today? I'm giving you only seven years. You are a backsliding person. Let me tell. Let's tell you. Let's tell ourselves that you are a total. Although you were there in the day of the micro bus, you are backsliding. Tell yourself the truth that you are a backsliding bus driver. There's no difference between you and a taxi driver. Young people, take God seriously now, now, now. A day will come as you grow. Oh, imagine Zacchaeus and say, look, Jesus, do you know how long it took for me to climb this tree? Already you know that I'm very short. So to even get a branch to start climbing, it's not an easy thing, oh, Jesus. So now that I'm on top of the tree, I'm going to stay here for some time. Let me enjoy. I'm in a comfortable position. In a comfortable lead. Let me just enjoy this place for some time. Let me enjoy the view for some time. But he said, come down quickly. And he came down quickly, joyfully, happily to be saved. Look, even, even this scripture, this point should tell us that let's reach out to these young people. They are the people who are ready to be saved. If you like, try preaching to old people and see, or older people. They are not saved though. They will listen to all your preaching, everything, but they will not be saved. Oh, yeah, they will not be saved. Try it and see. Try it and see. Even when you preach to them, they look at you and say, oh, you are my child. Then they rather start advising you. Yeah, they will start advising you about life. Meanwhile, you are advising them about the afterlife. Yeah. They start to advise you, you know, you have to take your schoolwork seriously. You know, life is not that easy. You see, going to church alone 
won't make you blessed in this life. It won't make you rich. We know about 17 people who have been going to church for years. They never became rich. So you take your study seriously. Meanwhile, you came to preach to them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And number seven, speed determines if you will be anointed. Elisha became anointed because he responded to Elijah speedily. Hallelujah. He responded to the call of God speedily. My prayer for us is that we will engineer speed in everything that we do. Everything that we next week, God willing, we'll look at how to improve your speed. How? And I think that we all get it that we need speed. But your speed level is your current speed level. You can't do much about it. So how do I improve it? Next week, God willing, we look at that. But I pray that there will be some speed in your life, speed in your decision making. One thing you can sit with it for years, you never make a decision. The bulb is dead, though. The decision to change it. Which other decision? If it's dead, what is the de- Changing it is the next thing. But should I change it with white? Should I put a cool white? Should I put bright white? Should I put translucent white? Should I put luminous white? That's the decision. So you are there. Which white should I make? So every day you are sitting in darkness. There's a pastor in this church. Anytime we drop him at home, there's no light. A pastor, not a church member, a pastor. No light. Not low shadow, less light everywhere, just in front of the, no light. Every day I'll say, why don't you have light in front of, every day there's a new story. Every day there's a new story. I say every day there's a new story. Those of you ladies who are married to these type of husbands, may the Lord have mercy and help you. Stand to your feet, let's bring the service to a close. Be quick to study. Be quick to work. Be quick to do what you have to do. Hallelujah. Some of you are in relationships that are going nowhere. Be quick to break it. I say it again. Some of you are in relationships that are going nowhere. Be quick to break it. You are in a relationship with Timovena. He's not taking you anywhere. Be quick to break it. I'm telling you. You'll be surprised. There's a serious brother moving around you. He, he, there. If you give him one chance, tomorrow Lobola will appear. But you are walking around Timovena. You are walking. <laughs> oh, God. You next week, next week, next week we open fire. So <laughs> lift your hands and just pray for yourself. Say, Lord, help me to speed up. Help me to speed up in my life. Help me to speed up in my life. In the name of Jesus, in everything I do, let me apply this determinant, this virtue, this virtue of speed. Let me apply it in my life. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, help me, Lord. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Reveal to me, Lord, any area of my life that I'm slow, that I'm slow. Help me to apply speed. Speed to build. Speed to build. Speed to be blessed. Speed to be anointed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Speed. Speed to save myself from financial crisis, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for everyone that is here present. Help us with this important virtue and this important determinant of our lives. Help us to employ it. Let us be swift that we will win races, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help us to be swift Christians, Christians who act speedily in spiritual things, in family things, in emotional things, Lord. 
Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help us to be swift, quick-footed Christians, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.